David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins. We have another great episode for you today. I'm so glad to be back. It's tough to take a week off. I missed it a lot, but we got a lot done, and we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. First, before we start the show, I have some good news, and I have some bad news. The good news, RockDJ47 emailed the show this week, and gave us the correct answer for where the gas cap criminal was. The answer was Hartford Hospital, and that was solved by RockDJ47. Uh, Anybody who's not following, my gas cap was stolen uh, a handful of weeks ago. The person who stole the gas cap called in, let us know he was called, went by the gas cap criminal. He gave us a riddle to where that gas cap might be. A couple weeks later, Laura from Youngstown solved that riddle. I was able to get that gas cap back. A little later, he actually kidnapped a surprise co-host we were going to have on the show. So we've been trying to identify where that co-host was. And then last week, they were actually in a car accident while on the lam. And we had to identify what hospital that co-host was located at. We did identify that hospital just in time to say my final goodbyes. We were unable to identify the gas cap criminal to have him charged with negligent manslaughter. But things are being investigated. We went ahead and let the authorities know. The situation might be getting resolved there. We'll definitely keep everybody updated. A gas cap criminal, he is at large, much like a lot of our guests. Not today, though. I actually wanted to get my guest feedback on this next topic here. Um, so we're going to get right into the show. Remember to follow us on Instagram at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show. Email the show, send any feedback or any voicemails you want played on the show. DC 30 Minute Half Hour at gmail.com. Before we start the show, color of the day. Color of the day today is green. The color of the day today is green because we are back in Aloe Means Green Room. Give you a little hint Ooh. of who that guest might be. Email your guest of who that guest might be to dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Color of the day today, green. Today's sponsor of the show is actually not a business. A group of debut comedians are putting on a show at the historic Five Flag Center. They wanted to get a few extra eyes on the event, so have decided to sponsor today's show. The event is called Laughter is Therapy happening June 10th at the historic Five Flag Center in Dubuque, Iowa, featuring comedians from all over the tri-state area. Join us for a grand show of support, not only for comedy being a cure, but a service provided by local community members that are known for bringing the jokes. Tickets are selling fast, so get yours now. Hopefully that plug will get you over the top there. Find tickets at fiveflagcenter.com and search for Laughter is Therapy. Thank you to the showrunners for sponsoring today's episode. Our guest today, very excited to have. A little more last second than I was expecting, which is fine. Uh, We were just hoping to get around the next few weeks. Scheduling conflict came up with our booked guest here. And our guest today was gracious enough to be available to record. Our guest is the owner and manager of the Lucky Cat Comedy Club in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. While it is a newer club in the grand scheme of things, the venue has featured not only friends of the show, Jameson Cox, Carson Tuttle, and Al Omeen, but also amazing comedians such as Chris Greco, Matt Alano Martin, and Sam Talent. If that's just who's featuring, I can't imagine who's headlining. Just a little inside joke for everybody. Put your hands together, everybody, our guest. Welcome to the show, Haley Flanker. Thanks so much for coming in and joining us today, Haley. Thanks for having me, David. I'm very excited to be here. I wanted to talk to you briefly, and this is something that I wanted to let everybody listening know. 
Now, I'm sure a lot of you following, and anybody who's not following that Instagram, make sure you give us a follow at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show. During our time off, we went over to Floodwater Comedy Festival. We talked with the organizers and a lot of comics on that festival. It was a lot of fun. One thing that I have to admit right off the bat, though, and it's actually a former guest of the show, if anyone wants to email their guess of who that might have been, but I went ahead and hired a cameraman. We did all this interviewing. None of the audio was recorded. Would you believe that? Nobody I, wants to work these days. I can't believe it. Seriously. What's, what is wrong with these kids, David? You are an idiot! So I find out that none of the audio is recorded. Have to let this guy off the team, unfortunately, but we are getting some good clips. Jerry, our intern, is doing a great job editing those clips and getting them out on the social media, but we had a great time on the Floodwater Comedy Festival. A lot of people, though, I noticed, not a lot of recognizable names. Uh, I thought there were recognizable names. Really? Uh, well, you had your Carson Tuttle. Carson Tuttle, the most recognizable. Uh, Jameson Cox. Was he on the Floodwater Comedy Jameson Festival? Jameson Cox was on the Flood. He did the Red Room show uh, at Sanctuary Pub. I see. Well, that's more of a Carson uh, show. but Jen Cool. Jen Cool. She's great. We're hoping to get her on the show. She, You should have her. She's fantastic. Name seven comics you wish you could have seen on Floodwater. Seven comics. And I think you go ahead and name seven. I'll name eight. Jim Jeffries. Sam Talent. Madelano Martin. I'm just saying people you've already said. Um, oh, are these people that you've had at the Lucky Cat? Well, these are perfect. people that I've had are at the Lucky Cat. these people that you like having at the Lucky Cat? Oh, uh, they are. Madelana Martin will be back here this weekend. That's perfect. This weekend? Well, we're going to be right in time for that. I'm sure there's going to be tickets available. Is that there correct? Are, yes. TheLuckyCatCR.com. But you did recognize a lot of the comedians. Do you, do you like... What I noticed is your venue was not featured for the festival. We were not featured in the festival. Do you hope in the future that you might be? I know it's in, it usually takes place in Iowa City, but you're only in Cedar Rapids. Sure. No, I would love to be a featured venue for Floodwaters. Who would you love to see here at the event? I saw, I saw even people such as Amy Schumer, Jack Knight, were people that have been in Floodwater in the past. Who's somebody who would be your dream, ideal dream to have at the Lucky Cat for a Floodwater event. For Floodwater or just in general? For Floodwater specifically or just in general. But I would really think you'd want to make it a great Floodwater since it's going to be your debut sure. on the festival. Yes, on the festival. Hmm. You're really putting me on the spot for naming comics here, David. That's all right. Well, maybe we'll get back to that question in a second because that sound means it's time for our first game. Ooh. Now, I'm not sure if anybody's explained to you already. We do play games on this show. And this I first game today is called Predicting the Line. Jerry Springer edition. Oh, and we gave this a little talk about last week, of course, because Jerry Springer had unfortunately passed away, so we thought we'd honor him with a game. These rounds are going to vary, but basically we're going to throw you a line, we're going to play a clip, and you're going to have to finish the line. It is multiple choice. Haley, are you ready to play Predicting the Line, Jerry Springer edition? I am ready to play, David. That's perfect. Well, let's go ahead and jump into this first round. So in this first round, Jerry is talking with a man. The man is telling a story about how his best friend came on to him. Uh-oh. And you'll have to tell me what Jerry said next. Now, remember, this show was a little edgy. It might be a little edgy for our show, even. But we're going to go ahead and play the first round here. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? What's going on? This was a perceptive question. What's going on yes. with you? Yeah. And he said, I'm in love with you. Wh he said... Your friend Austin said Aust that? Yes. What does Jerry Springer say next? Option one. What do you think of that, people? And then all the people boo. Option two. I can't tell you how often that happens to me. <laughs> Option three. Well, hellfire. Option four. 
And you love Austin, too, don't you? Haley, can you predict that line? What did Jerry Springer say next? I'm going to go with option number one. Option number one, what do you think of that, people? And then the people boot, well, I heard, so, heard, certainly hope that's not what happened. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? What's going on? This was a perceptive question. What's going on yes. with you? Yeah. And he said, I'm in love with you. He said, he said, I want Your you. Your friend Austin said Aust that? Yes. Well, hell fire. And you know what? And hey. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm sorry, Haley. It was well hellfire that's a tough one i'm not sure if that's how i would have reacted but i'm certainly no jerry springer let's try round two here so this is a little different we're gonna go ahead and play the clip after you give your answer these two women are fighting over someone who's dating them both you're gonna have to guess we're gonna throw out some insults and you're gonna have to say which one of these insults were the last one thrown before any fighting began. Okay. Right, right after one of these insults, fists start flying. Letter A, liar. Letter B, skinny bitch. Letter C, homewrecker. Or letter D, fat bitch. I'm going All with right, so we have four options there. They could be any of those options. These are all things that might have been said before they started to fight. Haley, which one do you think that might be? I'm going with letter C, the classic homewrecker. Homewrecker. Well, let's see if that crossed the line for this woman. So, uh, she was supposed to have been a woman. She sent me the messages that he sent her on MySpace and told me every time he texts her, but she's a liar. She's a white trash liar. And you're a fat bitch. And you're a skinny bitch. <laughs> and that classic Jerry line there. That's too bad. It was skinny bitch. Skinny bitch. I would not have seen that coming. What a retort, though. They're always good at their back and forths there. It's almost like they have them planned out. Let's go ahead and jump to round three here. Now, this is a classic Jerry Springer moment, of course. They always have the audience telling jokes. Sometimes on this show, we like to play a game called Finish the Punchline. And this round is a lot like that because you're going to be finishing the audience member's punchline. This audience member will be set up a roast line, and you'll have to pick which one he said. So let's go ahead and try. You're around a lot of comedians. This should be pretty pretty good with you. You hear a lot of jokes. You hear a lot of endings of jokes, too. You hear a lot of, a lot of jokes. Although we did see a show tonight. I was sitting there in the audience, and with a, a good amount of these comics, they do start a joke. I'm not sure if they ended it. <laughs> but let's go ahead and jump into round three here. This is for the gentleman in the orange sequin Speedo over there. I think you look a lot like Derek Jeter, and... What does he say next? I think you look a lot like Derek Jeter. Is it A, I was wondering it's what it's like to go from all-star to ball boy. Is it B, but with you, I can't tell if you're pitching or catching. Is it C, I guess they never told you to run after you swing. Or is it D, too bad for your partner there, you're just a dirty cheater. I'm going to go with A. A, I was wondering what it's like to go from all-star to ball boy. That's pretty clever. Although I got to say my personal favorite there is probably Dirty Cheater. Derek Cheater, Dirty Cheater. A little clever, but let's see what the answer might have been. This is for the gentleman in the orange sequin Speedo over there. I think you look a lot like Derek Jeter. And 
I was wondering what it's like to go from all-star to ball boy. Coming from you with a bald-ass head, it might be you as the baseball. Hey, that's great. We got Finally one got on one. I'm there. on the board. Perfect. I'm glad he was able to get a good retort back there. That was a bald man, so, you know, <laughs> wanted to make a baseball joke, not him. That's great. Did you like that game? Finish the line, predicting the line, Jerry Springer That edition. was very fun. Boy, we got to hope somebody else famous. Well, I guess we shouldn't say that, but is it a fun game? We'd love to bring back a new version of it in the future. I wanted to talk a little about this same talent show because I talked about a little bit with Carson Tuttle. Yes. I believe he opened one of those shows. Is that yes, correct? Yes, he hosted for Sam Talent. A great guest, Sam Talent. You were the first person to have him on a show following the debut of him on Joe Rogan. Is that correct? Yes. That must have been just amazing. Did you sell all the tickets? It was pretty because wild. Said it was a sellout. Show, yes, the show was a sellout. It was already sold out before he went on Joe Rogan. One thing that a lot of people don't know, we should talk about, because before I even came into the area, as, as long as I've been here, this has been the Lucky Cat. But as far as I've been told, before this was the Lucky Cat, this was a failing brewery. Is it was correct? a failing brewery before we had a comedy club. And now you've taken this brewery and you've completely redeveloped it into a comedy club. And now you're getting guests as good as Sam Talent and those others that I've mentioned before. Yeah. It's really phenomenal. And one thing that I wanted to compliment you on is... Our time in Iowa City and Floodwater, as, as great it as it was and has, as nice as it is that they have a focus on diversity and inclusion, this club, it so obviously has a focus on diversity and welcoming everybody, but it hasn't sacrificed any of the humor. You come here and you see the funniest people, and it can be a wide range of people. You've done that in a way that that is different than what they've done in other places that have that focus. Thank you. I appreciate that. What do you think of Iowa City? Do you feel excluded and unwelcome when you go there? I'm a white I woman. I think the biggest thing, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at there. They really, they seem to want you to fill a certain type, and I just want to go there and have a good time and be welcoming, and I'm not sure if everybody else there wants to laugh the same way that I do. You know, on this show, we always try to stay positive, and I feel like we're going in a bad direction there. But it is something about how you don't feel as welcome as you do here at the Lucky Cat. Were you a fan of comedy before you started managing a comedy club? How did you fall into this? Because we talked to Tim Blanco, who manages at the Comedy Bar in Dubuque, and he said they just needed anybody. He showed up, yeah. I've always been a fan of comedy, um, and so we'd been doing a lot of comedy shows at our failing brewery. Were you a part of the brewery prior to that? I was, yeah. I see. So yes, it just, I own that also. So you just decided to because you don't only do comedy here. You do improv. We do events. Do yes, events as well. You do. I mean, you could almost call some we of do. the events that you do a variety show. It's very old sure. school. Yeah, we do trivia. We do improv. We do salsa dancing. All sorts salsa of salsa dancing. Wow. Mm -hmm. What dreams do you have set aside going forward? Are you looking to do anything different after the comedy club here? Uh, uh, I intend to do this forever. So. That's beautiful. I used to think that about radio. I used to say that to myself. I say, I'm going to be on the radio forever. Unfortunately, things do change, but often it is for the better. What my audience really wants to know, and I hope you don't give us the same answer as Tim Blanco, otherwise we're really going to have to get him back on the show and address the situation there. Out of all of the comedians that you've worked with, out of all the comedians that you've had on the show, who is the biggest jerk? Who would you hope to say, I never want him coming back? Zach Vaughn. Zach Vaughn. Absolutely, Zach Vaughn. That's, you know, Tim Blanco, manager of the Comedy Bar, said that same thing about Zach Vaughn. We had him on the show and addressed that, and he attributed it to just being hungry. <laughs> 
Do you think that he was just hungry when you had that experience with Zach Vaughn that's making you think, or is it a multitude of experiences? I mean, I get hangry, too, so that makes sense, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, you, you, I have heard you on the Slice of Life, though, and you were a great guest on that, and that's actually, I think, how we knew that you might be open to getting you on the show here, but that's great. Zach Vaughn, I'm so sorry to hear that. And that's how it means it's time for our second game. That's Woo! great. Now, this is a bit of a mother's-themed mother's show, a Mother's Day-themed episode, so we kind of wanted to... Are you a mother? Um, no. Not a mother, that's okay. But this game is called Are You Bored Yet? It's a <laughs> game I like to play at the end usually, but I thought we'd bring it up a little early because it is a crowd favorite. We've got a special request to play this game. We're going to go over some rules of board games, and you're going to have to say which board game we're describing. All right. Are you a fan of board games? Um, kind of. That's all right. We played this with Tim Blanco. Didn't get a single one correct. And the fans even enjoyed the game after that, so no pressure. Are you ready to play you board yet? I'm ready. I'm a big fan of this game, too. Round one. Luckily, in the notes here, it says, don't say the answer blank. And, <laughs> and that's a good way to put it. I appreciate that. Thank you, team. Rule one. Players start with a set of pieces that take turns placing one piece at a time on the board. Rule two. A player may capture the opponent's pieces by forming a line of their own pieces on the board. Rule three, the game is won by forming a line of five of your own pieces, either horizontally, vertically, or diagonally. Now, Haley, we got three rules there. These pieces, you're taking turns placing the pieces on the board. The opponents can capture pieces, and you're trying to put them five in a row, horizontally, vertically, or diagonally. Can you name the board game? Ooh, is this chess? No, unfortunately, it is not chess. It's actually Shoot. Gomoku, also known as five in a row. We would have also accepted five in a row, but that's okay. We'll go ahead and jump to round two. Rule one, players take turn placing one of their own stones on an intersection of the board. Rule two, a stone or group of stones surrounded by the opponent's stone is captured and removed from the board. Rule three, the game ends when both players pass their turns consecutively and the player with more territory on the board wins. All right, Haley. Now I'll tell you, when I first heard this, they were going over this game with me. I thought it was a different game, so it's a little tricky. But I'll tell you, I think we'll just give it to you if you guess the one that I had, because it's practically the same game. Now we have some stones on the board. We're capturing by going to either side of the stones. What do you think that might be? Go. Great job. Another one on the board. Woo -hoo. That is the classic game of Go. One of the first games that AI was started beating people at, which is interesting enough. It's an interesting story. If anybody knows more about that, email that to the show, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. I'd love to hear more about that. When I heard that game description, I thought it was Othello. Oh. Othello. Not a big fan That's of Go. That's a play, I thought. More of an Othello guy myself. Not the play, the board game. Very similar. I think the, you capture the pieces. And Othello, you flip the piece. <laughs> Round three. Rule one. Players start with a deck of cards and take turns drawing and discarding cards to form sets of three or four cards of the same rank or run of consecutive cards of the same suit. Rule two. A player may also add cards to sets that their opponent has already laid down on the table. Rule three. The game is won by being the first player to empty their hand of cards. 
Now, we didn't mention at the beginning, of course, it can also be a card game. But this is a card game, definitely. You're discarding cards, and you're filling out ranks of consecutive suits. Haley, can you guess that board game? King's Corner. Unfortunately, that's not correct. I think that was a good guess, though, and you did get the syllables correct, if, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken here. Gin Rummy. Gin Rummy. Gin Rummy, and that it's not That was going to be my first guess. Never second guess yourself, David. That's too bad. You always want to go with your first guess. My mom always told me that, and luckily we haven't gone into a situation where I usually... There's another phrase that I like to use. It always comes up. It's a, it's a common phrase. I think I say it every day. It's, if you asked me that earlier, I probably would have gotten it, but right now I can't think of it. And we hadn't had that come up yet today, but that's another good one there. What was that? King's Corner. What? What are you doing? I'm emailing David Collins. And that's how it means it's time for emails and David Collins Collins. We don't have any emails that I had that I really wanted to read on the show today. We do have some voicemails that we want to play, though. This first one comes in from Deborah from Oakland City, Indiana. Thanks so much for calling into the show, Deborah. Hi, David. This is Deborah, a longtime listener of your show. I just wanted to call in and give a shout out to all of the amazing mothers out there in honor of Mother's Day. I think it's important to take a moment to recognize the tireless work that mothers do every day to keep their families running smoothly, whether it's working a full-time job, managing the household, or taking care of the kids. Moms truly are superheroes. So to all the moms out there, thank you for all that you do, and happy Mother's Day. And David, keep up the great work on the show. Thanks so much for that call, Deborah. Happy Mother's Day, and we'll do our best here. Don't forget to thank the rest of the team, anybody else who calls in there. It's not just me. we got a full staff here. Now, Haley, do you know a comedian by the name of Dana Moss-Peterson? I do know Dana Moss-Peterson. We had a voicemail this week come in from Dana. He's actually responding from something we talked about on our last episode. We had mentioned Donnie Townsend, who was a great guest on Slice of Life, and we wanted to know if anybody out there knows him. Ask Donnie to reach out to the show. We'd love to get him on the show. Dana had heard that and decided to call into the show and talk a little bit about that. So here's what Dana Moss-Peterson had to say. David Collins, longtime caller, first-time listener. I love the show. I am a fan of mediocre radio. Like, that gets me going. I love what you do, how you just phone it in. Um, so you would ask people who knew Donnie T, not Trump, the, the bean comedian. He, he talks about hats and squirrels. I went to school with that guy. I love that guy. He's funny. You should have him on your show. If you're trying to do a funny show, he could, he could maybe teach you how to be funny, David, but I love you. Like, don't be too funny. Um, but it's weird that you would reach out to me because like, I've been on Ben's fellas podcast. I'm like with like 11 other dudes, 11 other fellas. I, I was on there and you've never mentioned me. Um, I've been on modern day overthinker. That one's not funny. I know you listen to that one. So yeah, just keep like bring on funny people because you don't know how to be funny, but I love it. I love it when you're not funny. <laughs> it's Oh my God. It's so great. Well, thank you for calling into the show, Dana. I'm not sure 
if you're just yanking my chain there or what the what the situation is, but I'd love to get you on the show. I'm sorry that we've never mentioned you. I've definitely heard you mentioned before. I'm not sure if I've listened to any episodes with you in. I've seen him at the comedy bar. He's a funny comedian at some of those tomato shows. So we'll be looking forward to getting you on the show one of these days in the future, Dana, and talking maybe a little about, about your high school friend, Donnie Townsend. We have one more email that we wanted to talk about. We had uh, an email come in from Jeremiah, and Jeremiah told us that his mom was a big fan of humor. He wanted us to give her a little laugh this Mother's Day. So we went ahead and gave her a bit of a prank call, tried to get Jeremiah's mom laughing this Mother's Day. Hello. Hey there. Good morning. May I speak with Regina? This is Regina. Who is this? Hi, this is Dan from your local radio station. How are you today? Well, I'm doing okay. What's this about? Well, we have some exciting news for you. Your son, Jeremiah, entered you in a Mother's Day competition raffle on our Facebook page, and you won the grand prize. Oh, really? What'd I win? You won a very expensive, brand new set of left-handed golf clubs. What? I don't even play golf. I don't have any interest in that. I understand. But your son was so excited to enter you in the competition, and he told us that you would love it. The best part is, the shipping fee is already taken care of. What do you mean shipping fee is already taken care of? Well, your son provided us with your credit card information, and we took care of everything else for you. What? He had no right to use my credit card information. I don't want those golf clubs. I apologize if there was any confusion. We just wanted to make this a special Mother Day for you. Unfortunately, what's done is done. We were just hoping to get your excited reaction for the radio. Excited reaction? You called the wrong woman who would want to win left-handed golf clubs. Well, a lot of mothers were hoping to win the grand prize. You'd be surprised. No pun intended. I'm done with you. If I see a charge on that card, I'm canceling it. Don't send me anything. Goodbye. Wait, wait. I have one more thing to tell you. What? This is David Collins, formerly of 101.5 K-Rock. This is a prank call. What? Oh, my God. Jeremiah reached out to the show and wanted to give you a laugh. I don't really believe he did this to me. Don't worry. He just wanted to have a little fun and make this Mother's Day a little memorable for you. Ha, ha, ha. I can't believe he really got me like this. He is in so much trouble the next time I see him. (laughs) Well, I think we did that for you, Jeremiah. Thanks for that email. What do you think of that, Haley? Happy Mother's Day. We definitely got Regina with that. And that sound means it's time for World News with David Collins. We got a few stories to talk about. A lot of ugly and tragic news this week that I didn't really want to get into. Tough week for the world. Hope it wasn't as tough week as a tough of a week for all you listening out there. But we got a few stories. Of course, the Derby. Uh, We got a fun, heartwarming story like we try to. And an interesting, thought-provoking story that we wanted to talk about here. But of course, horse racing. I'm sure you've heard about some of the derby incidents that have been going on there. Horsey deaths. A lot of horsey deaths out there prior to the Kentucky Derby and leading up to it. Two of the deaths occurred as the result of the Kentucky Derby injuries on Derby Day, when more than 150,000 people jammed Churchill Downs. This was following seven deaths in the week leading up to the Derby. According to a database kept by Jockey Club, which oversees the breed registry for thoroughbreds in the United States and Canada, more than 7,200 horses died in races from 2009 to 2021. So it seems like this is a very common issue, and I did a little research into it. 
there, it's not even happening for a specific reason. There's such a diverse reasons for these horses dying. What, what's happening? Well, it could either be just a, an accident during a race. Actually, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I think I might be buying into the propaganda of the people running these horse races and trying big horsey to... is getting you. But boy, losing your bet because you one of your ho- one of your horses died—that's got to be pretty lame. <laughs> a fun story. I'm not sure if you heard this uh, this week. Did you hear the story about a woman? As a little clip, they're recording an orchestra. Some woman in the crowd during a low point had a full body orgasm during the show, and it interrupted the show, and they just had to keep playing. Did you hear this? I did not hear this. Let's take a let's take a little listen to this clip. Jesus. I'll have what she's had. <laughs> Do you think that you could have a, a full body orgasm from a from an amazing artistic experience like I'm, that? I mean, um, what do you think happens to me every comedy show? That's a good question. Well, maybe some of these people from Ohio and Louisiana will need to come to your comedy club here because this next story I wanted to talk about. Have you heard about this? These new laws, they're forcing you to sign in with a state ID to access porn sites now in Louisiana and Ohio. I had not heard about that. Well, it's not like we used to. I understand how freely accessible it can be and how how concerning that might be as a parent, especially. But it's always been the child's responsibility to have to hunt it out. I don't think these restrictions do anything different. Now, I remember growing up, there was one moment where we were at a family member's house and I, and I found myself digging into my uncle's closet. I pulled out a VHS tape and that was the moment that he came in the room and said, what are you doing in here? And pulled it out. And I wonder to this day, what could have been on that VHS tape? Nothing you wanted to see. Not at the time, but you know, there are probably times in the future where I wish I would have known. A lot of ugly and tragic news, but that was a little heartwarming, right? Those are the fun that stories was, of was the week. uplifting. Except the horse story. That is nay funny. Let's go ahead and jump into game three. Now this game three, it might seem like we're just phoning it in, but that's because this used to get so many call-ins on the radio. It's a nice trivia game. We're going to throw out a trivia question, a short trivia question, and if you don't know it, that's okay, because you're going to get three clues on your way to answering that question. Are you ready to play radio trivia? I am ready. Perfect. Right, Haley, Radio Trivia. Have you liked these games so far? I have. These are fantastic. And this might compete, but what do you think your favorite game so far has been? Jerry Springer. I'm so happy to hear that. I think that's my favorite game, maybe, of all time that we've come up with. Although, for our next show, I'm very excited for a fun memorization game. We're going to have Tyler Meyerhoff on the show very soon, and I think he's going to nail it. It's music and memorization. It's called Memorizing Music with Meyerhoff, and we're really looking forward to it. Unfortunately, we had to reschedule him due to a booking conflict, but we're so happy to be with you. Glad that we could get you on the show. In fact, you're our, speaking of a diversity and inclusion, you're our first female guest. Hey, good for me. Thank which you. is great to have. I'm looking forward to, just like you mentioned earlier, Jen Cool. That's somebody else that we'd love to have on the show. And we really just want to make sure we're keeping the best guests coming in here. But round one of radio trivia. Oscars. Best Picture 2005. It's a little tricky. Here's the first clue. It's starring Clint Eastwood. A million dollar baby. Wow. Already there? That's great. Anybody listening there that might not have gotten it, ask yourself, would you have gotten it with Clue 2? It would be considered a sports movie. Or Clue 3. It has three words in the title. But that's a great job. Million Dollar Baby. 
You've really been nailing these games here. I think you'll get more than half of all the answers correct if you just continue to get these last three here. All right. Now, this one's a little trickier. Trivia, trickier. All right. This one's a little trivia trick. Tricky. The world's tallest building. The Burj Khalifa. Wow, that's really impressive. I don't even know if these clues could have helped. If you don't have it in the back of your mind, it does clue one. It shares a name with a rapper. Of course, Khalifa. Clue two. Construction completed in 2010. So maybe you have something in your head that says, I remember a 2010 article. And clue three, located in Dubai. At that point, though, are you really going to know that? That's a great, you should. Have you ever auditioned for Jeopardy or done anything? Oh, you're a big yes, I have. person. Fantastic. Did Every year for you? like the last 20 years. Really? Yeah. I wish we had talked about that earlier. That's very interesting. And you host trivia here, too. I do host trivia, yeah. Fantastic. Here's the last round here of radio trivia. I bet you'd be calling in and nailing every one of these if you were around that Kansas area. John F. Kennedy minus Andrew Johnson equals what U.S. president? Clue one, he had four children. Clue two, he had a home within two hours of where we are right now. And clue three, he fought in the Civil War. John F. Kennedy minus Andrew Johnson equals what U.S. president? Herbert Hoover. That is incorrect, unfortunately. I believe it's 35 minus 17, which I... leaves us at Ulysses S. Grant. Damn it. I had 17, not 35. That's too bad. Well, that's great. You did a great job on those games and very impressive with those trivia games there. Did you have fun on the show? I had a great time. Thank you so well, much so for having me. I'm so glad that you were able to get on here. We'd love to have you back and compete with maybe Austin Ingalls, who did the best of any guest so far on so many of these games. And we'd love to get him back to compete with somebody who's done just as well as you on these games here. Any final words for the listeners? Anything you want to plug? Of course, the Lucky Cat in Cedar Rapids. An up-and-coming, going to be the best. It's even replaced something that used to be here that I never had any experience with. But it's so nice that you have a comedy club in the area here. Any final words for the listeners? Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at TheLuckyCatCR. Go to our website, TheLuckyCatCR.com, and come out to a show sometime soon. Beautiful. And remember to follow us on Instagram at DC30MinuteHalfHourShow. And email the show. Send any voicemails you want played on the show. DC30MinuteHalfHour at gmail.com. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.